position. Affirmative. Negative. I am the milkman. My milk is delicious. Roger that. Okay, let's go. Welcome to the Best Linux Games Podcast. Go, go, go! The best Linux games, the best games available for the uh, GNU slash Linux operating system via the mechanism and distribution network known as Steam, brought to you by Valve. After 700,000 years, the Steam has come to Linux, and beyond that, it has come to Linux in the form of the egalitarian Linux-like platform, Steam, an open marketplace in which everyone, total meritocracy, everyone, regardless of size, amount of money, regardless of amount of developers, and prospective sales, that's right, ladies and gentlemen, it's Saturday, and that means it's time for one thing. It's time for the podcast where the quality goes in before the name goes on. You're listening to the Best Linux Games Podcast, a companion piece to the uh, Steam group of the same name. Find us on Steam, you know. Uh, join us on Steam and friend me on Steam. My name is Scooky Sprite. I am your host. In case this is your first time here, uh, the ground rules for everything that we do are very simple. We have news, we have the latest titles that we are interested in, of course, features, you know, like kind of in depth looks or reviews, and then we have, of course, everyone's favorite. The deals! Uh, the best games that you can buy for as cheap as possible. If you join us on the group, our recommendations are curated with the sole criteria of... It must run on Linux, and it must be really good. These are recommendations only, of course. Uh, not complete reviews, which generally will follow, um, especially once they get some other mofos on this show. And as always, the content that awaits you ahead may not be appropriate for members of all species, races, genders, classes, creeds, and especially might not be age or work appropriate. So, it begins. Let's get the next game on, bitches! Hello, friends and neighbors. Welcome to episode number 275 of the Best Linux Games Podcast. Be recorded for you on this Saturday, the 1st of February. Which always was a bedevilment for me as I was growing up. Uh, February. No! We will not be interrupted! Ivor! I told you to secure all lines! Cut all communications, Ivor! Crack engineer Ivor Molina over there in the booth holding up the whiskey sign. Once again, he has failed. Ivor, you are fired for failing to cut all communications into this secure installation. Ah, yes, you're fired. Ah, but he's also holding up the whiskey sign. So. They are good. Of course, that would make it for our sequel friends, continuing in non-secretarial fashion. Uh, What would it be? 2020-02-01. Oh, man, that means... Oh, fuck, I gotta go to the bar tomorrow, then. Because tomorrow would be 2020-02-02. 
the palindrome, well, um, not palindrome, palindrome for 2020-0202 would be 20, 20, Oh, two, oh, I don't know! Just leave me alone! We have a huge show for you this week. You're fired, I have why I was not getting this time. Pack your shit, hit the brick ship bird. Fuck or walk, and it's time for you to walk. Ah, oh, we have a huge show for you this week. We have a humongous fucking show this week. This week, for you, a humongous show we present unto you. Beginning now, Kitlaw predicts future date. 2020-0202. Man, if man is to survive, if woman can survive, mm, the miracle acrylic dome makes it possible. Alright, so straight to our top stories this week. We have no less than three fucking games that we get to cross off our big list for the games that would be required to make Linux a world-class um, gaming platform. Uh, but before we get to that, first of all, yesterday was a dark day in the history of democracy. Uh, for all concerned, the UK, I'm holding two lighters in one hand. In the UK, Jesus Christ, I'm losing my fucking mind. In the UK, they had Brexit. Disastrous. The immortal words of Bully Lockers himself actually summed it up best on the Discord sometime yesterday, through which I watched the entire carnage in my hammock, basically drunk out of my mind, sleeping whenever possible, drunk for the duration of it. So very much like this podcast. Um, Bully Locker summed it up uh, eloquently and adequately uh, sometime yesterday morning when he said, oh yeah, but I'm too busy watching the fucking end of fucking Western democracy as the, both the UK and the US fuck themselves up the ass simultaneously on the very same day! Yes, uh, fuck you, Moscow Mitch. Uh, fuck you, Boris Young. Jesus Christ. Mm. Many congratulations and salutations to uh, our new overlord, uh, Vladimir Putin. Yes, yesterday, uh, the Senate failed to come up with the votes necessary to have witnesses in the impeachment hearing of Donald Trump. In the impeachment of, it's not, it was a trial. It was supposed to be the trial. Trials normally have witnesses and evidence. But no, what we had was, and I watched every fucking minute of it, with the exception of, uh, of Thursday. Uh, what we had was a bunch of lawyers saying things without the ability for anyone to object. It was a travesty, and it will be... I don't just mean a travesty of justice, I mean it was a... The vitiation of the Constitution of the United States of America that occurred this week is breathtaking and has implications that will fucking outlive anyone within the sound of my voice. But luckily, we're all gonna die anyway. Probably Moss Pronto, because we have nine months of a newly empowered psychotic despot. Uh, and it's gonna be so much fun! Luckily, we we here live in the toy aisle. So, 
Yes, but also on top of that, uh, the Wuhan uh, virus, the coronavirus, the coronavirus, sorry, not coronavirus, Jesus, coronavirus um, is killing quite a lot of people, has killed quite a lot of people, evidently, uh, and is infected even more. To that end, I hardly recommend that everyone, and I'm I'm not saying this in a uh, what do you call it, a, um, I'm not making light of the disastrous potential implications um for life and limb and, you know, block human, human suffering and death is always tragic and especially when it comes to pandemics but for that reason alone, I am recommending and I will be live streaming later on tonight much later on tonight when I'm very high, I'm very drunk. Uh, one of my favorite games that I... It says that I've only played eight hours of it on uh, Steam. That's because I spent all of my many hundreds of runs on it on my iPad. Plague Inc. Evolved. It's $14.99 right now. It's not on sale. It's just a magnificent education in uh, the spread of pandemics and the annihilation of humanity and the evolution of diseases. It is a simulator. In spite of all the ridiculousness that they threw out, like, over the intervening years since its original release, uh, like, you know, you, there's, like, one where, like, vampirism is one of the things. No, if you just stick to the straight up, you know, normal shit, bacteria, virus, etc. Um, yeah, it's one of the it's a simulator. It is a simulator. Mm. And one of the most instructive uh, educational tools that I can, I, I'm not even, I'm not making light of this. Like, it is fascinating, fantastic, horrifying, realistic, and incredibly disturbing. Um, especially with, for something like this. Like, right now is a good time if you've not played Plague Inc., the goal of which, of course, is to leave no human being left alive on the planet. You are the uh, intelligent designer of an ever-evolving disease. Your goal is simple. Leave no human being left alive on the planet. Now, if you, spoiler alert, two spoiler alerts, skip ahead 30 seconds if you don't want to hear these two spoiler alerts starting now. One, Plague Inc. Well, here, I'll, I'll count to, hang on, I'll give you five more seconds. Plague Inc. Retro, Plague Inc. Evolved. One of, if you kill everyone, and you have to kill everyone. There cannot be a single human being left alive. Um, one of my favorite game-winning messages from that game, they're, they're randomized, is, uh, you know, the last human beings, you know, die alone, blah, blah, blah. With the, la- the final few huddled in holes, knowing that they have witnessed the end of history. That is great copy. Hmm. Skip ahead another minute if you don't want a spoiler alert because I'm going to tell you exactly how to beat Plague Inc. Evolved uh, starting in 5, 4, 3, 
two, one, now. Mark. Um, okay, so here's how you beat Plague Inc. Evolve, or Plague Inc. Evolved. First, you start with upper respiratory infections, uh, flu-like symptoms, etc. Meanwhile, you have to, in parallel, genetic, you have to evolve your disease. All of mine have always been named E.B. Farnham. Uh, to incorporate various transmission methods. Ultimately, what you need is something that is, is airborne is res- and is carried by animals as well as human beings uh, before, but does not manifest symptoms before they shut down the airplanes. If you can do that, then you can get to Iceland, you can get to everywhere. Then... Only then, once you have like 60 to 70% of everyone just like kind of having mild flu-like symptoms, then you evolve it into fucking full-on pulmonary failure, uh, brain hemorrhages, um, madness, etc. That will, the madness and stuff also helps to hamper the, uh, the humans as they try to create a cure for it. Um, Unfortunately, in real life, we might be seeing this happening now. Um, so, so much for the toy aisle. Um, mm. But then, what you want to do is like once, once you st- like what you want to save up enough points so that when you manifest into a fatal disease, like a really fatal disease, you need number one lethality, paralytic shit because that makes caring for everybody very difficult and uh yeah so everyone like is walking around with like this mild flu like symptom and then all of a sudden you have brain hemorrhages heart attacks lung failures uh hemophilia if you want to go for blood transmission etc but ultimately everyone must die you have to kill everyone on the planet. And it is delicious. I can beat that game in under 10 minutes. Playing it on super fast. At least I used to be able to. I used to be able to go to my favorite pizza place with my iPad and order a pizza. And before the pizza showed up, I would have two beers and I would be done. E.B. Farnham had claimed the world yet again. Now, to the happy notes on the toy aisle. Mmm. Because God knows between those three top stories, not much. You know what? I have more. Join me here, my friend. I'm just kidding. Stay in the booth, you fucking zombie weirdo. He might have it. He fucking. He probably originated it. You been to Wuhan lately? They say that there might be up to like 250,000 people in Wuhan with fucking disease. Um. Yeah, so wash your hands a lot. I never wash my hands. Cover your mouth when you cough. I'm never in public. Uh, And uh, comport yourselves as individuals of culture. Yes. Cultured virus, that is. (laughs) I'm kidding. I am kidding, but there's nothing else to do at this point. Ah, luckily we have such a great CDC and an administration that really values science. Mmm. And we're still a world leader, right? Right? Is this thing on? Is this thing on? Images suddenly flash before me of us getting laughed out of 
the Poland climate conference when we gave a speech about clean coal. So, on the happier news, three games. No less than three. One, two, three. Count them. You can count them even on your fingers. If you still have fingers left, they have not fallen off yet from the leprosy that you know, that would be a good thing to fucking evolve and play game evolve. Leprosy. <laughs> Spontaneously decomposing necro necrophage digits that explode in separating ulcerous uh putrescent icker spewing infection-laden pustules of delicious icker delivering Ugh, God, I'm going to make myself sick. So, three games. One, two, three. Got got chopped off our fucking list of games that are necessary to make Linux a world-class gaming platform up that's appealing to, you know, all but the most um, devout of skeptics. For these, well, for two of these, we owe a hearty, 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 me hearties, vote of, uh, uh, thanks. We, we, uh, I gotta thank Splinter, Master Splinter from the Discord, for telling us that Far Cry 5, Far Cry 5, Far Cry 5 now runs on Linux. Thank you, Ubisoft. Now, there's some problems with it. Um, you do need to run Proton uh, GE with the uh, Glorious Egg Rolls Proton rewrap, but that's so easy to do. It's ridiculous. Um, like, I'm not even going to bother going through the instructions because it's so easy to do. Um, also, we need to thank Boldy Lockers for pointing out that Max Payne 3, which is our deal of the week, this week, and uh, you should go get it now. It's it's good now through February sixth. But Max Payne three, not my favorite Max Payne game, but you know the latest and greatest. Evidently, it now runs on Linux as well. I yet to load it up. I bought it. Why did I buy it? Because now through February sixth, it is on sale for six dollars and forty nine cents. Six dollars, seven bucks will get you Max Payne 3. A game famously that when Rachel and I were da- uh, I'm not supposed to say her name. Um, when the last girl I wanted to marry and I were, were dating, it was one of the only games that we bought together. It was $70 for the X-Bone, Xbox One, I brought it home, put the disc in, thinking, ah, yes, at last, you know, finally we reveal ourselves as the Jedi or whatever. And it immediately hit me up for another, I can't remember at this point because I'm getting old, but it immediately hit me up for another 60 bucks for the season pass to play multiplayer, which I paid. We had a lot of fun playing Max Payne 3 multiplayer. She and I, actually. Um, Yeah, but it's not my favorite Max Payne game, but it is the first Max Payne game 
it's like a mark. It runs flawlessly. Well, that's what I've heard. It runs flawlessly on Linux. I'm not so sure about that because I refuse to trust Rockstar due to what they did to Grand Theft Auto V with their launcher, which broke the entire fucking game for no fucking reason. Also, with Far Cry 5, um, apart from the uh, Proton, the Glorious Egg Roll Proton, that you'll need to run under, it's so easy, just fucking Google it, you'll find it, it's super easy. Um, you will need to download the tar GZ of of the release. Not you can't just get clone it. Get cloning it doesn't work. You actually have to find the release. But um GE five or better or whatever will fucking run Far Cry five. Otherwise you get all these weird texture error texture errors. It's like everything is reverse fucking projected, like you're it's like, you know, if well never mind. I won't, I won't go into the, into the description of anyway. But after you have that installed, it runs great and it is a cool fucking game. It is 60 bucks, but you know, so far it's worth it in my opinion cuz I have waited so long to play far a Far Cry franchise game on Linux that it is ridiculous. A modern Far Cry game. Far Cry 1 actually was one of the first games that I ever reviewed for the paper. Um, and it required me upgrading my GPU to, I want to say, at the time, it was the first AGP generation of AGP cards. And that meant a new motherboard. I want to say that's true. But I can't really remember because I'm getting old and fuck you. So those are the first two. The third one is a game that I knew about already, even though Bully Lockers and, you know, Master Splinter would love to say that they fucking discovered it. No, I, I saw it last week. Blah, Temtem, T-E-M-T-E-M, which is MMORPG of Pokemon, generic Pokemon-esque stuff. And there is one really cool thing about Temtem that I want to say. I'm not. I've not bought Temtem. I have no plans on buying Temtem because Temtem is not. You know, I'm. I'm a man, and I'm a heterosexual man. So, you know, I'm pushing forty. So Temtem and I are not on. You know, blah. But it came out January twenty first, twenty twenty. It builds itself as massively multiplayer creature collection adventure, seek adventure in the lovely airborne. Airborne Archipelago. Man, that scared me with uh, coronavirus. Alongside your Temtem squad, catch every Temtem, battle other tamers, customize your house, join a friend's adventure, or explore the dynamic online world. So far, very positive 11,787 reviews. It's by Crema, but here's the reason why I'm mentioning Temtem, apart from the fact that this does check off the box for Pokemon games. Is it, you know, the idea is it's either part of the franchise or it's a play like of a famous franchise. This is pretty good. What I would love to see is the game when we were on um, massive amounts of psychopharmacopic substances. Law, the the um, the uh, statutory limits long since expired for those crimes. Um, on my part and the part of all those involved, long since expired. Uh, but the game that I really wish I would really wish that someone would make would be the N64 Pokemon 
photo safari game. But anyway, the reason I'm mentioning Temtem, apart from the fact that it checks off that box, is in their Why Early Access from the developer note on their Steam Store page, they were they talk about a game that we featured on this very podcast, and I'll, I'll just read it, according to the developers. With our previous game, Immortal Redneck, it became clear that we should have involved the community early on in development and not have waited for the game's release to start receiving feedback. We made some assumptions that led us led to us not putting enough effort into certain areas of the game, and that end up ended up hurting the game. And they go on. It's really neat to see this kind of candor about why a game is in early access. It's one of the cool cooler things about Steam, the whole idea of the early access paradigm, in fact. Because then you don't have to worry about, like, if you're a developer, eh, what, Peter, are we gonna freaking... And now you can get all the benefits as an independent developer of the feedback from the community, you know, blah, 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 all the shit that we've talked about over the last six years on this show. So that's Temtem, T-E-M-T-E-M, which is like $35. Yeah. MMORPG. It, everyone says that it runs great on... Like, yeah, it was, it's put up by the Humble Bundle. So there you go. That's Temtem. That is Far Cry 5. Max Payne 3. And thank you to Bully Lockers and Splinter. Uh, Splinter! For uh, pointing out Max Payne 3 and especially Far Cry 5. Because, Wow. It is really cool. I, I, I live-streamed an hour of it this morning. I'm still getting banding in OBS. I don't know what the fuck to do. I really don't know what the fuck the problem is at this point. I just, I don't know. I don't know. I do not know. I'm, I tell you. I do not know. So, also... Oh, yeah. we Okay, so we did Plague Inc. Yeah, no, okay, cool. Uh, I was going to do... Well, based on with the feature, Ivor. Just based on with it. In accordance with the laws and regulations regarding the internet within your local jurisdiction, Best Linux Games Podcast now presents you with a dose of clap. Just kidding, motherfuckers. It's review time. Ta-dum, tum-tum, ta-dum. Ta-dum, tum-tum, ta-dum. So, our review this week is, it's a short one. It's going to be a short show, actually, but we did cover quite a bit of material so far. I wanted to talk about Nova Drift and Dead Cells, uh, but whatever. We got Temtem, Far Cry 5, Max Payne 3, and uh, that's, that's quite a bit. So, our review this week is for Terminator Resistance, as featured the week before last, in this podcast. Well, we I've beaten it since then. And not only did I beat it, um I watched, I had only seen uh the first and second term, Terminator Terminator 1 and Terminator 2 um before I finally pushed on and beat the entire game. I've not seen all the Terminator sequels now, but I have seen three and four. And by the way, I called dibs on the chick from Terminator 3. She's 41. She's divorced. She has a son. She's a model. 
She's exactly my age. And oh my god, is she smoking hot? Biggest complaints about Terminator 3, the movie, um, that it wasn't that good. It wasn't that bad. I loved the ending. I will not ruin the ending for anyone who hasn't seen it. But, biggest complaint about Terminator 3, this is spoiler free. Terminator 3 is that there is no fucking full frontal nudity of the female Terminator as goddamn smoking gorgeous as she is. What an ass. What an ass. Oh boy. And then they do the horrible things. It was so sad. It was so sad. I cried. Anyway, that's spoiler. That, that should have been a spoiler alert. But anyway, um, the ending of that movie was very good. And uh, I also liked Terminator. I don't remember what the name of Terminator 4 was, but it was. I call it Terminator 4 because I don't give a fuck. Because I'm a fucking renegade, bitches. So, Terminator Resistance. You take on the role of Jacob Phoenix. I think your name is Jacob Phoenix. You are just running for your life from the uh, Northern California uh, Pacific part of the resistance. Judgment Day has already happened. The Terminators are swarming using this thing that they call the Annihilation Line, which is just a fucking literal literally like six fucking Terminators deep wall of Terminator wall of Terminators um the latest model marching to destroy everyone in the country you the game starts with you and Pasadena getting basically ganked by a Terminator uh, a T I want to say it's a T-800 because it doesn't break your neck immediately suddenly a strange voice comes over your comms don't worry this review is spoiler free get underneath that bus there's a fucking gun run okay go break right run run come with me if you want to leave so oh, I'm sorry I'm Oh my god. Fucking shut up, Bully Lockers. Bully Lockers is playing Temtem, and that means that you know, I, I love I love all people regardless of sexual orientation, but it's sad that Bully Lockers maintains that he has a wife when he's obviously so gay. Anyway, many people could say the same thing about me, although without the wife. Mm. No offense to anyone who is same-sex couple or whatever. I, it's not my... Anyway, moving on. Enough of enough of the fag-bashing, you know, blah. Although I meant it in good fun. So, you eventually join up with a ragtag bunch of scavengers, including uh, a very lovely one with her little brother, and... Uh, you fight the Terminators as part of the resistance. You try to link up with the uh, the Pasadena branch of the resistance, but they've all been wiped out. And the game begins. That's pretty much that's pretty much the setup. What happens along the way is fantastic. 
This game does, and I don't know if I said this in the podcast, but I know I said it several times during the live stream. If you like the Terminator movies at all, if you, like I, have been raised on the Terminator movies, Terminator 1 and 2 in particular, this game does for the Terminator franchise what Alien Isolation did for the Aliens franchise. This game is not as scary. The robots are fantastic. All the different models of the Terminators. You will fight. The only thing you don't do in this game is fly a fucking Hunter Killer Airborne. You, you, well, you also don't ride an HK tank either, but you do do things with those tanks. Those are like the seven story tall tanks that are like, you know, blah. They're just, they're death monsters. You will go from kinetic weapons, like, you know, uh, uh, an Uzi, well, well, from a 1911 to an Uzi to a uh, M16, eventually you will get a hold of the Terminator's weapons, which are plasma-based, and they are fully upgradable. And you can upgrade them with chips stolen from fallen Terminators that you've killed. But the neatest thing about the game is it is the perfect blend of stealth and action and when you're in a massive okay so you go from basically not being able to fight even a single terminator you can't even fight them you can't even fight a single terminator like you're just too weak you just cannot do it it's it's suicide to fight a single terminator to where you can fight one one of them to where you can fight like 3 of them then you start fighting the newer models of Terminators. And these guys, you can't even fight one of them. You can barely kill one of them. Barely. Barely kill one of them. Then almost immediately, you're fighting five of them. Then almost immediately, you're fighting ten of them. Then fifteen of them. It is so cool. And, then, and at that point, of course, you have significantly more stealth options. Like, you can actually uh, eventually you unlock... This is not... A, I, all of this is spoiler-free. You eventually unlock the ability to use... Um, well, you eventually meet someone who can hook you up with a uh, an ice dagger. Which, if you stealth attack a Terminator, it immediately destroys them. They just fall over dead. And they make a big, satisfying, chunky one-ton kerchunk when they hit the ground. The Terminators are stupid, but they are vast in number. Other cool thing, and that is just amazing. And then when you get into these firefights, there are these massive action set pieces in the game that are just phenomenal. They are so great. Everyone is complained about how the game is not that pretty. Those are people who have not played the game. Or are people who do not like the Terminator original two Terminator movies. When you see Terminators with flamethrowers built under their arms just torching people and you see these two red eyes and there's like eight pairs of two red eyes coming at you and you're firing these plasma blasters, you know, so they're they're like, um, they're like laser blasters. They're 
I guess they're condensed plasma. They have to be like encased in some sort of field, the, the bolts themselves, but they look like laser blasters, like from Star Trek or Star Wars or whatever. Um, and you see like that they have an actual light source in themselves. As does all the explosions, the fire effects could be better. Like freestanding fire is not that great, but like the explosions are phenomenal and like they light up everything. And so you have this incredibly realistic looking burnt out, um, nuclear savaged apocalyptic Pasadena, um, and, and Soko, um, with all these giant robots, and then eventually, like you know, your objectives get increasingly crazy, and it's kind of a free world. It's a, it's a, it's not a free world. It's a, um, a mission-based free roam. So, like when you leave, like an outpost, or when you leave, like you know, uh, your party or whatever, to go do some missions, you can't go back to them because it it advances the story. But you get to choose which objectives you want to do. You don't have to do all the objectives. The only objective you have to do is the story objective. There are generally like three, maybe four um, uh, secondary, tertiary, and I don't know, a quaternary? I don't know. Objectives. You know, there's like, there's at least three of them. Um, And they can be very challenging. They can be very fun. And I, I recommend that you do them all, all the side quests. But on top of this, one of the coolest things is that what you do in terms of other players, they made a good faith effort to maintain the illusion of free will in the game. Yes, it does involve dialogue trees, but everyone has a really interesting story, and there are interesting effects if you fuck, you know, if if, if if you tell someone to go fuck themselves or whatever, you know, you have to really consider what the fuck you want to do. And then there are other things that are like story branching things that give you multiple ways to complete the main objective in the game. And then there are consequences to the game. Unfortunately, that part of the game comes under the chance, uh, under the chapter heading of consequences, which just breaks the illusion of free will, but whatever. All of this shit involves tons of time travel. You will fight Terminators that have never been seen before. Terminators that I think they made for the game. Although, like I said, I've only seen one, two, three, and four. I plan on watching the rest sometime this weekend. I've pirated them all. I mean, I have legally sourced copies of them all, and I will be watching them. Mm. Oh, news alert. Terminators are here. Terminators are here. They're here. Um, what's great about the game, though, is really these action sequences where you are fighting the mechanized, the magnificent mechanized robot monsters. If you're as old as fuck like I am, from your childhood, and fighting them in ways that are realistic, like it basically requires stealth ambushes. A little bit of strategy. It's not too hard. It's it's like the if you're as old as fuck as me to have a certain romantic sense about the Terminators, which I certainly do. One of my favorite action figures of all time was uh, 
T100 without its skin on. And it was, you could just buy it from like, you know, Toys R Us. There was a place called Toys R Us back then. There's also a place called Major Video that got bought up by Blockbuster Video. But both of them, they had these things called video cassettes, VHS and Betamax, VHS cassettes and Betamax. You could, you couldn't, you could, you couldn't buy them from them, but you could rent them. But not like a library, not for free. Like you, you would, you would rent them and you would get them for three days, generally for a weekend. And then if you didn't return them, you could, like, you could see Back to the Future on your own TV. It's amazing. Uh, if you had a VHS, we had a VHS. And then you could pirate them. If you, like our family did, had a whole host of audiovisual geeks uh, who were your only friends, because everyone here worked on the strip back in those days. And we used to have these parties where everyone would bring over, like, fucking, it was a lot of money. A VHS was a lot of money back then. Well, anyway, my mom tells this famous story of when she bought the first VHS machine and she her hand shook when she signed the check because she had never signed a check for that much money in her entire fucking life not even for her car she drove a Volkswagen bug back then anyway mm. so you have all these characters in this game that are all I mean you're all fucked you're all obviously going to die like, you know, the Annihilation line is moving towards you, and you guys are trying to run from it. Meanwhile, your main character is trying to run into it, uh, trying to stop them, trying to hook up with any part of the Resistance. Eventually you do, and you meet another whole host of other characters. All of them have great dialogue. I mean, really good dialogue. Like, even if you're jaded, like, and even if you're trying to, like, ah, yeah, you're gonna die whatever, you get interested in the characters and then you have to make choices about about the characters and who lives and who dies and stuff and you're aided the entire time by this mysterious stranger but just the real magic of the game is just getting into firefights with terminators especially once they get really hard <laughs> I'm beating the game right now on extreme, I'm about halfway through the game the second time through is not as good as the first time but every firefight is absolutely as enjoyable every scavenging run is absolutely as enjoyable in fact it's kind of more enjoyable because now you like kind of know the lay of the land um So, to that end, I would say this. If you if you are enamored with the nonsensical ridiculousness of a robot uprising Terminator style, and you have to remember this this game is based off of a universe that was devised in 1980 fucking whatever. You know, so the Terminators aren't all in spite of the fact that the name of the fucking network is Skynet they don't have sophisticated Wi-Fi communications to each other. It's 1992. Beyond that, they are all based off of human designs. Skynet doesn't use its own designs. That was too far flung for 
I guess the Terminator, the guys who wrote Terminator or whatever, which makes a lot of sense because in 1980, whatever, when the first Terminator came out, which was a scary movie, very scary movie. Terminator Two was a lot more enjoyable with I made of liquid metal. Get down. Um, that was a T101. But all of this shit gets answered in this game. All of it. All of it gets answered and wrapped up in this game. And you will end up fighting shit that you cannot even fucking believe in circumstances that are just so fucked. And it's great. It is action-packed. And there's persistent uh, upgrades and stuff. Like for your character, there's a persistent RPG element to it. But then there's also the weapon upgrades. I love the weapon upgrade system because if you're careful and if you plot carefully, you can upgrade your weapons to do insane shit. Like I mean, insane shit. Like I had okay. So my best weapon. I'm I'm going off of when I was stoned four nights ago. So my numbers might be off on this. My best weapon at the time was a plasma rifle stolen from a T1 uh, a T800 red plasma. It dealt with upgrades, I want to say 215 damage. A couple of days later, played the game again and I'm way farther into the game. I got a plasma Gatling gun a violet plasma Gatling gun and I upgraded the shit out of it with the right chips this guy, by the way, rate of fire difference between the other gun and this gun is 400 difference the second gun, the, the Gatling gun is four. the rate of fire is 500, the rate of fire on my rifle that I was talking about before is like 115 125, whatever I upgraded the plasma Gatling gun, the violet plasma Gatling gun with the, you know, what I regard as the right combination. It was the right combination for the time. It dealt over 300 or something like that, over 275 damage points per round at 500 rounds rate of fire. So I'm just shredding shit with that gun, it was awesome then there's a full complement of uh, behavioral enhancing stims that you can inject there are med kits and there are all sorts of story lines and plots that are worth exploring again so I would say that if you are a fan if you, any more towards the, the late great Sammy Davis Jr my favorite of the Rat Pack the one who could swing the hardest at least hmm, if you like I am enamored with the magic that is the Terminator movies then this game is gonna fucking you're, you're just gonna love it, you're gonna love it so hard at first you're gonna think it looks like kinda ugly but then you're gonna realize oh well we're in fucking everything's been destroyed it's you know nuked fucking Pasadena um, but then you're gonna you're gonna start fighting shit and you're gonna see some explosions and you're gonna be like Whoa, this is really cool. Mm. Another great thing about the game is that the hacking system for hacking turrets, which converts enemy turrets into turrets that uh, auto-target their former masters, that turret mechanism isn't some sort of fucking deeply 
uh, complex fucking number series thing. No, it's Frogger. Gets pretty hard. Frogger gets pretty hard, but it's never that super challenging. Um, even on extreme difficulty, the game is not as difficult as it could be. But I'll leave you with this final thought. When you start fighting the T-800... T-820s, which is about midway through the game, if you get close to them, like at all close to them, they reach out and they break your fucking neck and you die immediately. Took a while when I was stoned to really realize that was what was happening. But that's exactly what happens. They just fucking reach over and they break your fucking neck. When you start taking out hunter aerial hunter killers and shit, and everything is exploding and the giant mechanized T one thousand Terminators T T forty sevens, I think uh, yeah T forty sevens is what I want. T forty seven plasmas are the worst. Mm. You will know what it's like to be a rat in this new world ruled by fucking machines. Now, one final thought, and this is a spoiler alert, so stop listening now and just, you know, if if all this sounds appealing to you, then go get the game. Mild spoiler alert. Is Konya, also known as Adnite on the Discord server, saw that I was playing the game and said, oh, well, how did you think, what do you think about the sex scene? And I'm like, I haven't been there yet, you motherfucker. <laughs> and I had it. Evidently, there are like two opportunities for sex scenes. The one that I chose was fucking weird. Like, it was like so strange. It it was like some rogue upper developer. Like, m- not the lead. It could not have been the lead. But it might have been the lead. I don't know. It was like they wanted to always direct and create a fucking hardcore CGI sex scene. And so, like, it's it like at the, towards the end of the game. It's so weird. And so it's like they spent like, I don't know, maybe half a million dollars on this sex scene, but then someone above them was like, oh no, you're not doing this. No, 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 no. And so then they like dumbed it down, but then the the other, I, I, this, this is all supposition on my part, but that's exactly what the, this sex scene looks like. The other guy who was like gung ho and who was like secretly, you know, siphoned off, you know, this half million dollars to make this fucking fuck, fuck scene is like, no, 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 you can't ruin my baby. And so what you get is this weird hybrid of, okay, so what you get is this. You're blowing away Terminators left and right. You're in a fucking action movie. And then you go back to the base or whatever. And then then you're in like this hardcore fucking porno that does it just like keeps like zooming in and is like not a hardcore porno. It's so weird. Even that though is still enjoyable. And the story of the game bottom line is fantastic. So ultimately I would say that if you like the Terminator the original two Terminators or you know the original one through four Terminators, if you understand the franchise and its ridiculous conceits, because there's no way that a robot uprising an artificial intelligence explosion would conceal itself until it could actually know that it was going to wipe out everybody 
all at once if it thought that we were a threat to it so we're talking about Grey Goose scenarios etc, look up the singularities near or if you need to know more about this Our Final Invention, that's another great fucking book um, or if you really want to get into AI um, for reals for reals um, build a neural network which you know is easy to do now or do a deep fake which is also easy to do or read uh, Super Intelligence which is a fantastic book is not the high level overview that um, our final invention or the singularity is near offers but is actually nuts and bolts look at what it would take but uh, our, our final invention is great just because of Nekomata and uh, the universe made of paper clips um, but if, you, if, if you're willing to forego those conceits in terms of an artificial intelligence explosion which is inherent you have to forego those conceits because the the idea of Terminator is that it all happens in 1992 or 1997 I can't remember um, so you know they were dealing with the technology they had um, if you're willing to forego those those conceits and you want the ultimate mod for Doom or or Quake that just turned the whole game into Terminator with a story that is really good this game absolutely you must buy I give it the fucking full blown full balls out full price, any price, any time, any day the highest honor that I can confer upon a title, the best things games podcast seal of approval, you will love it if you don't have that same sort of enthusiasm for the movies it's not even an enthusiasm, it's more like if you've never been entranced in wonder by the actual, you know, the model of the Terminator if you've never wondered what it would be like to fight them then you'll probably be disappointed with this game especially if you haven't seen the movies if you're unsure where you sit then go see the movies go see 1 and 2 all you need to really do is see 1 one and 2 but 3 is a good addition I love the ending of 3 and 4 I thought was fantastic I thought 4 was awesome I thought 4 was really good um, it's a little ridiculous and I was like up for like three days at that point because I'd been assembling a studio upstairs and I was high out of my mind but I really liked it a lot as Michael Ironsides you want to live forever has Michael Ironsides in it too and Christian Bale and it was really good I mean it's a good combo right there um, and then maybe give it a try uh, but if if you're old as fuck like I am you will love this game That'll do it for this week's show. I will catch you next week. Hasta la vista, baby. Get down. Give me the avocado, you idiot. I'm Detective John Kimball. I'm going to ask you a bunch of questions. I'm going to have the answers immediately. I will paste them with it. Four or five times. A good idea. Four or five times. Hi there. There is delight in doing things right. Four or five times. It is I. Maybe farm. Maybe I'll cry. I'll get you a drink. And if I die, I'm gonna try four or five times. Do you like to play? We like to play. I like you. We like to sing. It only runs on Linux. We like to go. Yada yada yo. Four or five times. We're gonna have such fun. Bebop one.
You're becoming hysterical. Bebop 2. Yes, sir. Thank you, sir. Bebop 3. Yada, yada, yada. Four or five times. Matt Damon. Burn everything incriminating, including this building. Burn all the White House pets, and then yourselves. Burn yourselves first. There is no Windows version of weaponized chess. Boy, this is fucking ponderous, man. Ponderous, fucking ponderous. It only runs on Linux. It's not a problem. You alienated part of America. I alienated crazy people. I like it very much. It is I, E.B. Farm. You're becoming hysterical. I'm here. I'm there. I'm fucking everywhere. I'm the Eggman. The best Linux games podcast is brought to you by Blue Wizard is about to die. Now available for the first time as an ebook on Amazon.com. To subscribe to the podcast using a Linux based podcatcher like Podracer, or to see our YouTube gameplay videos, please visit www.bestlinuxgames.com. Also, join our Steam community group, Best Linux Games, Friends Cookie Sprite, and follow him on Twitter at VegasWriter. BLGP is also brought to you by the Radio Control Room Project. For details, please visit www.rcrproject.com or rfihc.com. Zig thanks you. For great justice.